ever been caught up in some days where you feel like you don't know who you are anymore? Have you ever gone through some days thinking, I need to find myself? Or have you said to yourself, who am I? Have you gone through different seasons, desperate to be loved and begging for attention? You are listening to Growing Spiritually with D.Y., a podcast on spiritual growth and development. On this week's podcast, I'll be talking about knowing who you are and whose you are. Knowing who you are and whose you are. So let me ask you, who are you? Can you tell me who you are? I'm not asking you what you do. I'm not posting the question, what do you do? Neither am I asking for your qualification, nor am I asking for your name. The question I'm driving at here is identity. The question of identity. Unfortunately, most of us wrap our identity around what we do, what we've achieved, the successes and accomplishments. Every purpose and plan for your life starts from your identity, knowing who and whose you are. When you know who and whose you are, you begin to live from heaven to earth. Your identity is in Jesus Christ. You are the child of a loving father who will never leave you nor forsake you. The book of 2 Timothy 1 verse 9 says, For God saved us, and called us to live a holy life. At new births, when we accepted Jesus as our personal Lord and Savior, we were given identity and purpose. Saved is our identity. We were saved from separation from God and saved into an eternal relationship with God. And called is our purpose as co-heirs with Christ to join in the great commission of telling people about the good news. The book of John chapter 2 verse 12 Jesus spoke and said I am the light of the world and all through the scriptures we see Jesus defining himself. He defined himself. He said I am the bread of life. I am the way the truth and life. And over and over again he kept describing himself Because he knows his identity. Let us look at what these scriptures says about who you are. 2 Corinthians 5.20 says you are Christ's representative. Another version says you are Christ's ambassadors. Meaning God uses you to persuade men and women. You are an example of Christ to people out there you are representing christ on night on heart you are christ on heart with the knowledge of this will you treat your colleagues spouse and friends differently as christ representative second corinthians 2 15 says you are a fragrance of christ you are god's perfume on earth that is how another version put it we are a fragrance of Christ to God 
among those who are being saved and among those who are perishing. Are people seeing your fragrance? Do you even know that you are God's fragrance? That you are Christ's fragrance? Matthew 5.13 says, You are salt seasoning that brings out the God flavors of this earth. Are you functioning in your capacity as a salt? Are your conversations seasoned with grace? Are you preserving? Are you adding seasoning? Are you bringing sweetness to people? That is who you are. And anything less of this is performing below what God has called you to be. You are Christ's representative. You are Christ's fragrance. And you are sort seasoning that brings out the God's flavors of these herds. Now, let us assume that you know who you are. Do you know whose you are? Someone once said, when we forget whose we are, we forget who we are. In discovering who you are, you need to know whose you are. You are God's treasured possession, chosen by him, created in his image and after his likeness, wonderfully and carefully created. You are beautifully knitted together. God is your father. He took his time on you. You are expensive, bought with a price. You are the child of an all-powerful God. When next someone asks you, booze you are, tell the person, I am the child of the all-powerful God. But as long as you're unsure of your identity, you are going to be pressured to fit into other people's moods. You are going to accept others' definition of you. And oftentimes it is less of what and who God has called you or made you to be. They will manipulate you by telling you things like what you should look like to be beautiful. And they will try to make you into what they think you ought to be rather than what God created you to be. Bishop T.D. Jakes once said, you will never be defeated by what people think about you. You will be defeated by the way you see yourself. How do you see yourself? What's your view of yourself? You give people room to treat you the way you treat yourself. Do you know who you are? Do you know whose you are? When you don't know these two, then you accept anything people tell you that you are. Do you allow circumstances, do you allow circumstances, situations to define who you are? Don't identify yourself by your situation. You are not your situation. You are not your opinion. You are not your thoughts. So don't identify yourself by your situation or define yourself by ungodly opinions and thoughts. Neither should you allow your circumstances to limit you. You are the child of a limitless God. Guard your heart with all diligence because out of it are the issues of life. You need to guard your heart with all diligence and don't live in forgetfulness of the fact that you have authority in the name of Jesus 
to speak victory over all of those situations. God has given you victory in the name of Jesus. He has given you authority in the name of Jesus. He said, I've given you power to tread upon serpents. He said, you are seated far above principalities and powers. That is who you are. You are valuable to God. You are precious to God. God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. So that means you are to function in the capacity of a person of a sound mind. Nothing less, nothing short of that. But when you are not on guard, when you don't guard your heart with all diligence, you eventually end up on social media. And all of a sudden, it seems like everyone is doing better than you. And before you know it, you start comparing yourself to someone who's recently got a job or promotion at work. Or someone who just got a car, someone who just got engaged. Your mate who is married and pregnant with her first kid or has a one-year-old baby. And do you know what happens? Your perception becomes skewed. You might even resolve into changing your personality to fit into people's definition of you. And if care is not taken, you tend to lose sight of everything that is going on well in your life. Your identity comes from Jesus Christ. Not from your relationship with other people. Not from societal or cultural pressure. Don't allow societal or cultural pressure to define who you are. Because they oftentimes define you with what you look like, the cars that are parked in your garage, how much you have in your bank accounts, your relationship status, and your social status. And sometimes when you look into the mirror to catch a glimpse of yourself, you might have the thoughts you are not looking so beautiful. Your color looks dull. Your this and this is summer. And we allow these thoughts to derail our day. We allow it to overwhelm and define us. And by so doing, we put a label on ourselves and we often feel dejected. But your father, who's your heart, God, says you are wonderfully made beautifully knitted together his words never fail so why allow thoughts that fail precede over his thoughts scrutinize your thoughts with the word of god and only accept what your father says you are you are god's masterpiece you are god's handwork created unto good works that is who you are Whenever we are faced with unfavorable circumstances, it is easy to doubt ourselves. It is easy to doubt God's plan. And it is easy to even doubt God himself. We tend to ask the question, why me? Why must this have to happen to me? After all I've done, after my service, after all this and that. But it is in the midst of loss, failure and disappointment we are to remember who we are. It is in the midst of all these we are to remember whose we are. And we are to remember how valuable to God we are. Do you know how valuable you are to God? The cross proves your value. He sent his only begotten son to die for you. 
the Bible says, while we are yet sinners, Christ died for us. That is how valuable you are to God. Jesus then died for John. God has established you where he wants you to be. But if you believe anything that is not good about yourself, then the thief has arrived to rob you. The Bible says in John 10, 10, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. His sole aim is to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But you need to stay in God's word and use God's word to counter the lies because all he knows, all the devil knows is lies. The devil knows who you are and who you are. He knows you are victorious. He knows you are redeemed. He knows you are chosen. He knows you are fearfully and wonderfully made. And he knows that you have access to a sovereign father at all times. And he feels threatened by this. The devil is threatened with your relationship with God. The devil feels threatened with your knowledge of God. The devil feels threatened that you are doing great exploits with God. And he knows that if he can bring light to you, if he can attack your identity, then he has won. So what he does is to use everything in his power to call you by your sin and label you with your sorrows. He also uses things like confusion, chaos, and busyness to distract us. Your relationship with God, your knowledge of God, knowing your inheritance to God of Knowing your inheritance in God is threatening to Satan. He knows if he can get you to believe some lies, he has won. One of his ta- tactics is to use questions. And he often comes with questions like, Do you think God is interested in you? Are you sure God is fighting this battle for you? Or are you on your own? Do you think God meant it when he said so and so? That is how he came to heave in the Garden of Eden. And the sole aim of these questions are to confuse you and to start thinking otherwise. But when you remember what God said in his words and start firm believing what he said, you will not be moved by the enemy's tactics and schemes. You will be able to deduce that such questions are not God's because God's questions are to clarify your thoughts. Never give the devil a chance. Don't allow him to use you as his next meal. Stand firm on the word of God. Stay rooted, deeply rooted and grounded in the love of God, in his word. Only when can you know the enemy's tactics and schemes. The Bible says he goes around seeking whom to devour. The devil moves around, the enemy moves around like a roaring lion, moving to and fro. Another tactic of the enemy is lies. He's always twisting the truth. The Bible says in John 8, 44, that he never stood with the truth. That is the devil. For he is full of nothing but lies. Lying is his native tongue. He is a master of deception and the father of lies. Satan knows his end because he knows the word of God. However, he does not want you to remember that. And it comes up with lies such as, you are lucky you are not loved. God does not love you. You are limited. You are not worthy of love. The insatiable desire to be loved was put in you by God and only him can satisfy you. Stop looking to man to fill your love bank. 
Satan brings up your past to torment you. But whenever he brings up your history, remind him of his present and future. Remind him of the truth. God's word is the truth. This is what God says about you. The book of Ephesians 1, 4-8, message translation says, Even before he made the word, God loved you. Before the foundation of the word, God loved you. He chose you in Christ to be holy and without fault in his eyes. This is who you are. Why allow the devil to play pranks on you? Leaving you to wonder about your identity. Leaving you to wonder about your position in God. When people, live and events get in the way of your knowing and you find yourself wondering, remember God created you. He deeply loves you. You are accepted as you are. He has a plan for your life. You are God's treasured possession. You are his precious child. Ephesians 1, 4 to 8, back to it, says, Even before he made the world, God loved you and chose you in Christ to be holy and without fault in his eyes. God decided in advance to adopt you, hallelujah, into his own family. He translated us from the kingdom of darkness into his marvelous light. You are a child of light. You are the light of the world. A city set upon the hill cannot be hidden. God decided in advance to adopt you into his own family by bringing you to himself through Jesus Christ. This is what he wanted to do and it gave him great pleasure. He gave God great pleasure doing so. He loved you with an everlasting love. The Bible says nothing in this world can separate you from the love of God. Not death. Not even death can separate you from the love of God. Nothing. So we praise God for the glorious grace he has poured out on you. Who belong to his dear son. Who you are. Do you know who you are? You belong to his dear son. He is so rich in kindness and grace that he purchased your freedom with the blood of his son and forgave your sin. That is how valuable you are to God. He has showered his kindness on you along with all wisdom and understanding. Hallelujah. The Bible in 1 Peter 5, 7-8 gave us a warning about the attack of the enemy. And he also informed us, he tells us what to do. We were told that the devil roams around incessantly like a roaring lion looking for its prey to devour. But that we should be well balanced and always alert, taking a decisive stand against him and resist his every attack with strong, victorious faith. Faith in the word of God. Faith in what he says about you. Faith in God's promises for you. The enemy will always... The enemy will always try to tempt you. The enemy will always try to slip lies in when you are low. And pin an identity that is farthest from the truth. Do you know what you must do? Resist comparison. Desist from comparing yourself with another person. You are uniquely made. You are uniquely created. You are uniquely crafted. We are all on different ways. We are unique in our giftings. We are unique in our callings. Resist comparison. 
don't compare yourself with another person that is where the devil starts from and oftentimes when we start comparing ourselves with another person we tend to lose sight of the things we have going well in our life it blinds us to see the things that are going well and good in our life another thing is to guard your heart with the word of god guard your heart with all diligence for out of it are the issues of life renew your mind constantly with the word of god believe what the word of god says you have and not what the word economy says you have the bible says i will supply your needs according to his riches in christ jesus not according to the economy no matter how the economy looks like i know for i know that my god will supply my needs according to his riches and glory stand firm on god's word don't shift your focus away from what god says looking on to Jesus the author and the finisher of our faith the bible spoke of abraham he said he did not consider the holiness of his age he did not stagger nor wavered in the faith in the promises of god for his life he stood firm on god's word even though he was old in age and he did not consider the deadness of sarah's womb he did not shift his focus from what God says to what the situation says, from what circumstances says. The song says, even when I don't see it, it's working. Even when I can't feel it, we don't feel we are led by the Spirit and not by feelings. Stand firm on God's word for you. The word of God, what the word of God says you are is who you are. Not the media. Affirm yourself over and over again in who you are and whose you are. Don't give room for the devil to torment you. You are a child of a precious God. You have been bought with a price. You are created unto good works. You have been destined for greatness and exploit. The Bible says he will never leave you nor forsake you. The Bible says... The plans I have for you are of good and not of evil. To give you an expected end. The promises of God are yea and amen. He said even before will you call I already answer. And while you are yet speaking I hear. Believe what the word of God says. You are affirm yourself over and over again in who you are and who you are. I am God's most treasured possession. I am his delight. He will never leave me nor forsake me. I am his beloved. He sent his only son to to die for me. I am that valuable. I am destined for greatness and exploit. I am an overcomer. I am not average. I am not ordinary. I am extraordinary. I am God's handwork, a masterpiece created unto good works. This is who you are. I know who God says I am. And I will stand firm believing what he says I am. I will not believe anything short. I will not believe anything less. I will not believe anything different. Remember, you are God's delight. You are the apple of his eyes. God is jealous of you. God is jealous over you. God is so in love, deeply in love with you. You are precious to God. You are that precious to God. You are the child of the all-powerful God. Confront whatever is making you feel less than who God says you are. 
Don't give listening here and thoughts to things or people that make you doubt who God is. Stand tall and confident in who God says you are. In the midst of the challenging situation, in the midst of the circumstances, stay on course on the word of God. Keep declaring, keep affirming it. Don't let circumstance define you. You are not your past. But the Bible says all things are passed away and be what things are becoming you. You are not your past. You are not what you've done in the past. The Bible says you have tribulations in this world. But be of good cheer. Relax. Take heart. Because I have overcome. You are saying this from the place of victory. Because victory is guaranteed already. You are a victor and not a victim. Regardless of what you are going through, regardless of what you are feeling, you are God's masterpiece. You are who God says you are. You are God's precious child. Never forget that. See you next week for another episode on Growing Spiritually with DY. Do have a fantastic week.